Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 124, episode 2 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say, officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers fuck and them. fuck Fox News. It's Tuesday, March 10th, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I wish you would step back from that diving board, my friend. You could... Cut ties with gangster guys that you've been living with. And if you do not want to see Joe Biden, I would understand. That was courtesy of Pick Last in Zeit Class. Uh, and the Crofton Show, of course. Uh, I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Miles Gray, let's get some Star Trek The Next Generation, a.k.a. It's Miles oh. Gray, a.k.a. Captain Bong Luke Picard, a.k.a. Commander William T.H.C. Hiker, a.k.a. Commander Smoke Weed Every Data, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. Jordy Love 420, a.k.a. Counselor Grandiana Perp, a.k.a. Dr. Beverweed, and Shut Up Westweed Crusher. All right. Shout out to... That. Oh, and that was at, uh, from Hannah Soltis. Sa- Shout out Santa to you. Holtis. Shout out to you. At Soltis Hannah. For people you want to follow these AKA goddesses and gods themselves yeah, right yeah. there. Uh, well, we're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and talented James Heaney. Hello. Hi. Welcome. What <laughs> do we call up, you? Man? AKA what? Jimmy? Uh, you Jimmy know, you Jimbo. I've got a lot of AKAs. Yeah. Uh, Jim, I would just go with James. That's okay. really James. what I'm most comfortable with. Yeah. Wow. Nice. No, not, you never Bomb went by drop. a gym? I went as Jimmy, uh, but as I became a man, mm-hmm. I shed the childlike name right. and I go by James. And my, it's wow. brought me great deals of respect. Yeah. My dad's a gym, and it was always weird to hear peop- when people would call him Jimmy. Like people oh, from right. his childhood, I'd be like, "Why are they doing that, Dad? Don't let him do. Don't let him say that to you, Dad. <laughs> yeah, kick his ass, Dad. <laughs> kick his ass, James. <laughs> Come on, James. I mean, even Jim isn't bad, but James is just like James? so much more formal. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. Oh, I'd, yeah. I'm intimidated. Thank you. I didn't want you guys to be intimidated, so I didn't but, want to roll in with a shirt that had my name yeah, on it. Yeah. You should have entered yourself as Jimmy. <laughs> now I'm like sweating over here, <laughs> hanging with James. Uh. James, how you been, man? I've been really good. I've been concerned because I've been traveling. I mean, I'm sure yeah. that this whole show is going to be about it. Right. But mm-hmm. I just am ready to have a little self... I don't want to call it a self-quarantine. I just don't want to go on any more tour shows for a hot minute. Yeah. 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 Miles, you were traveling. It, you, you, wanted a sick, you wanted a sick day for the world. Yeah. yeah. I want a worldwide sick day. Uh, yeah. Give it to me. I think it needs to be like five or six days long, though. Yes. I, I guess, think it, yeah, two weeks is, is the... Incubation period, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it could just be a good reason f- to do a general strike to try and take the right. power back because people will be like, oh, yeah, we're all doing that uh, two-week quarantine. Right. Try and run your businesses now. Yeah. And <laughs> tell me I don't need help. Give us give us a week to all get the necessary shit that we need, mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, everybody gets to take, take the week off to stay home and play video games and, uh, you know, hang with their families. Well, I'm surprised right more, sh- yeah, more yeah. shitty teenagers aren't using coronavirus to, like, not do shit. I'm sure they are. Like, the inner 16-year-old scumbag was like, Yo, oh, what? yeah. People are, like, not going to class. But you know what? That's not hurting anybody. Even that kid's not going to learn anything so important that they needed to be at school. Yeah. If they're not one less person touching knobs and licking fingers, <laughs> yeah. then keep them home. Let as them play teens, video games. As teens do. Always yeah. touching knobs, licking fingers. My, 
question is that's I, how they say hello to each other. Yeah. I believe. <laughs> that's how Gen Z. Let us know. You guys do some knob licking. Is that the new ding dong ditch? When I, when I was uh, a young person, my mm-hmm. ultimate dream was to find out from a doctor, like I would be diagnosed with something where they were like. Oh man, you've like you've had a higher like pain has hurt you worse or something. Like I've had like something against me my whole life, like where life had been way harder than and then like you just take that off and life's easy mode from that point forward. Whoa. That was my uh big dream. I mean, I think therapy might be a form of alleviating <laughs> yeah, whatever what? you think this big pain is. Yeah. What? <laughs> Maybe it'll be a doctor in a dream. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, man. Fuck that. Therapy's for you know the doctor would just simply people give you. Take care of themselves. They'd give you a, a, a you know God mode of opioids and then right. you'd be like, yeah, yeah. oh, you've exactly. been in pain your whole life. Right. Try this. Yeah. Hmm. No, it's like an ADD diagnosis. They give you speed. You're like, oh my god, oh my god, now. Uh, anyways, uh, James, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're gonna tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about. Uh, you guessed it, we are talking about it the whole show. Uh, the healthiest cereals and the least healthy cereals. Uh, a, a list has come out. Uh, we are gonna talk about coronavirus, uh, COVID 19. Uh, we're gonna talk about Ted Cruz and Paul Gozer. Yeah. Like Gozar the Gozar the Destroyer. Gosar, yeah. yeah. Gosar. Wait, wait, what is it? Gosar? I thought it was Gozar the Destroyer. Oh, okay. The, Isn't that Gozarian? I, maybe Who's you're the Gozarian? Right. You might be right. I mean, look, it's, it's all about Gosar. It's all about Vince Clortho in the end, if we're <laughs> yeah. talking Ghostbusters characters. Uh we're gonna talk about quarantines and how Italy is dealing with theirs. We're gonna talk about corporations, uh how, how they're stepping up to the plate to bring discrimination against women to an end uh, by doing empty bullshit on women's International Women's Day. We're going to talk about uh, some cancellations. Uh, It's not just South by Southwest anymore, and it might be next year's South by Southwest, so we'll we'll explain why that might be. But first, James, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are, sir? Um... I've been incessantly searching the differences between an unreleased game called Tabletop Playground, I think is what it's called, mm-hmm. and Tabletop Simulator, because I'm a big gamer, mm-hmm. and I play a lot of Tabletop Simulator online with people all over the world playing games like Code Breakers. I don't know if you guys, I don't really honestly know if you guys play a lot of games. I play a lot of games, not a lot of tabletop games, though. So, Tabletop Simulator, you can literally, and I'm not sure the copyright problems with it, but any game you can think of, it's in there. You just load it up, and you can play with anyone around the world. There's a new game coming out called Tabletop Playground, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what could you possibly need if tabletop simulator is literally any game you can think of you photocopy it put it in the and it works it's the unreal engine it's being it's just got much better graphics so especially Mm. like i i play and it sounds insane because i didn't think as a kid i would do this but i play like yahtzee and cards Mm. with my mom and my grandma through tabletop simulator which was not easy to get started right but once you do it's easy Yeah, yeah yeah uh and now i'm like do i have to get a whole bunch of other people to get this new game and i think right. the answer is yes i don't know i'm still searching Ooh, that's... what's code breakers well you what's really cool about this game is you play with people that are from all over the world uh, and everybody has different things that words mean literally right. if there's different languages but everything Wait, is what 
If it's a different language, there's <laughs> okay. literally okay. different words. Hey, but, uh, but for instance, uh, I think it's the UK, a fanny pack sounds just very right. strange because <laughs> fanny is not yeah. what we would call yeah. it. But in Code Breakers, you have 20 cards on the table. And each of the cards has some sort of a word on it. It might be Fanny. It might be Godzilla. Uh-huh. And five of the those words are bombs. And five of those words are points. Uh-huh. Now, you want your team to be able to get it. So one person is guessing these upside down cards, like which which one the word means. And they're getting clues from their team. Uh-huh. But you you it's, it's hard to explain. It's a yeah. lot like something mixed between... Uh, what is the is a thousand dollar pyramid where people have to like say things and say guess things. the next word right. yeah, without yeah, yeah. saying mixed, the word? Yeah, mixed with like guess who. Oh, okay, uh, I but love that you're shit. dealing with teams of like five people on each side, uh, and like there are people that you're are probably at least the way I play strangers. Are they English language words always? They because I'm sure that each country has their own has their language, own, right. but when you're playing the English version, even if a word is in two different languages, you're only supposed to be using the English word of it. Right. Just so that everybody's using the same Right, so it's not yeah. chaos. Yeah. yeah. I think that should be the rule just in general. Like just for all countries, <laughs> just yeah. Like, I've just always thought that. Just English, Come on, man. Because I don't understand the other words. Right. <laughs> then it's not exactly, fair bro. and it's chaos. Yeah, I but- know code breaker. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I did a lot of searching today of trying to figure out what the advantage of this of this other game, and the, it's the Unreal Engine, which is I think it's open source. That's wild though, because yeah. it used to be that like you know Scrabble was a app that was very popular on people's phones, and now words with friends, right? And now people are. Like you can play any tabletop game, basically. That's... Oh, really? At like games that you wouldn't even imagine would be right. on there. Like, yeah. don't wake daddy. I, I mean, we could find out. I, I don't know if this is the appropriate way to Google it, but yeah. I'd bet money that yes, the answer is. Yeah, I mean, is googling "don't there. wake daddy" could reveal. <laughs> right. Well, a you few would go to the things. Steam Workshop and yeah. then you would search it there. Also, sounds like a weird. <laughs> go to the Steam Workshop. <laughs> don't wake don't daddy. Wake daddy. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, what is something <laughs> yeah. you think is underrated, Jim? Something that's underrated. Hit him with the gym. I like. That. Uh, <laughs> you know, I guess kind of on the same topic of tabletop simulator. Like, I think meeting in person and I'm so grateful to be here today. Oh yeah. But you can play games with anybody in the world not being there. I have people need me to come in for like creative meetings where we're writing and I'm like, why do you want me to drive to where you're at? Right. If I'm there, if you really want me to be creative, I should have my laptop open and I should have a connection to the internet. I don't need to touch your face. I don't need to mm. interact physically with yeah. you. Uh, now, if you're paying me good money, then sure, absolutely, we'll do whatever, I'll come, you whatever you want. I'll be there. <laughs> right. But if you're wanting to do a creative session, let's just do it online. You're oh, saying man. that's overrated? Wait, do we start with underrated? underrated. underrated. That's what you asked. I said underrated is yeah. using things online. Is right. to meet uh, online. You're saying? Yeah, doing remote. No, yes, doing doing uh, yeah, remote yeah, yeah. stuff, remote meetings, remote anything, especially now. And I can't stop thinking about. The virus. Yeah. And I know that we're probably safe. Yeah. But in general, let's shed the ability to need to drive a car that needs gas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Creates pollution. We can do so much more just I think virtually. a lot of companies are going to find out that oh, yeah. they might be able to yeah. still be efficient without having everybody yeah. drive And that's going to bring mothership. the bottom line down. Yeah. yeah. Especially, I noticed that you greet people with the face-off hello. You do yeah. the face. touching yes. their face. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Which is- Aggressive. Uh, uh, aggressive, but like, you know- what, and then whatever said, you grew up with. And then you're like, don't worry, that's not water on my hand. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? what the no, fuck? it's sweat. I got <laughs> yeah. sweaty hands. Right. Hey, it was very slick, though. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Uh, something that I think is 
overrated. Uh, I guess, gosh, I had, I had thought about this. You know what I think is overrated is people just being able to apologize for their incredibly asinine mistakes. I think we let people like, oh, what's going on right now in the administration? Mm-hmm. How right. are people able to just be like, well, they learned their lesson. Right. No, they didn't fucking no. learn their lesson. It's like people died. Those, right. seems, those people learned their lesson for them. Yeah, right. I guess I guess easy forgiveness. I think that it's it should be like the telltale old thing where it's like, you know, my trust is, I'll give it. But if you break it, it's going to be really really hard to gain back. Yeah. I think, and I hate to use that because I'm such a happy person. Yeah. Right. But I've been so disappointed with the actions lately and I'm already seeing people back down. It wasn't even two weeks ago that we're hearing Donald Trump say, it's going to be fixed in no time. Right. And now it's, it's over. Like yeah. we've it's spread. It's been yeah. here long before he even made that S9 comment. Yeah. Beyond containment. But we're so quick to forgive that kind of thing. And I don't know. Maybe it would be a sadder world if we were forgiving if if we I don't know. Yeah. Don't what know. would you like? Just some more hardcore like groveling? Well, you know what? <laughs> like I if think- you're gonna earn our trust back, you better drag your belly across this broken glass and coals. I don't know if it's I guess I guess what's like we're in a debate, mm-hmm. so there will be two people at the same time that will say opposing views. Now we'll just like, well, that's everybody's opinion, and let's move forward. No, right. fucking stop the debate. Let's <laughs> Google it or do whatever we need. Get a <laughs> right. fucking expert. One right. person's right, one person's wrong. Yeah, we don't have sure. room right now for the gray area. Yeah, I the, love <laughs> the gray area, but not today. Yeah, yeah not professional with a lot of sports are doing the replays. Might as well like, yeah, like do yeah. that in just debates. pause just the debate. Like, like, actually, give me one minute. Let's take a second to just check that with the rest up in the booth right uh what you said was total bullshit now drag your belly across the coals yes if you want us to trust you so i guess it's maybe i've worked myself it's not necessarily forgiveness it's that gray area it's the right like let's let's figure it out yeah we need to be able to stop bullshit in its tracks because i think now like you're saying the stakes are so incredibly high with things like we don't have time to both sides shit on a lot of issues like we're, we've been both sizing shit to the point where now we're, some people are at a point of no return. Yeah. Especially when you talk about climate change. Like, don't even start. If the yeah. second you say, well, no, yeah. no. bullshit, drag your belly across the coals. Now. Exactly. Because that's what needs to happen. We're yeah. not, the other the other plan of like accommodating and apologizing for people, it's not working. Yeah. it's We're a very uh, New Testament kind of turn the other cheek society when it comes to the actions of the powerful and rich and people who yeah run the country but then we're very uh heading in the other direction when it's the powerful and the rich making the decisions we become very old testament like uh an eye for an eye type shit and doesn't seem totally fair thanks for bringing the good book in yeah i just (laughs) wanted to i wanted to put it in terms that our listeners can understand the good christian people of america (laughs) the good christian gang christ gang (laughs) christ gang uh, and finally, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? Uh, this is going to be so dark, and I, I want to stop myself, and I know it's false, though. Wow, the fact uh, that you're closing your eyes uh, and you're saying this, I'm like, oh, it's no, it's just he's that channeling. I've had these is that arguments. What you mean by dark? <laughs> because if you just open your eyes, it's less they, dark. Well, they roll back once they <laughs> get to a naked certain spot. gun joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, a couple of years ago was the first time I saw it, and I snoped it, and it was not true. And then I saw another one just come out like, there's a dot on your hand. Like, if there's a dot on your hand, you you go to a bar, bartender should know that you're in a dangerous situation, so this or this or that. 
I've never now, heard this. Well, this was like a few years ago. The new thing that I read on CNN was that there's this new drink that you can order at a bar in Florida. It's the owl drink. And you can either have it neat or you can have it dirty. And the it's only in the women's bathroom that you'll read this sign. Huh. And the thing is, is it's never going to work. Because if I know about it, and I'm not, like, this is where it gets dark. Maybe this isn't my place to say. But I read the article. Right. I'm a good guy. Right. But if I'm a bad guy and I'm next to you and you're ordering the owl shot, then it's going to get weird. What does the owl shot mean? What well, do you communicate was, if you order an owl shot? So here's what it was. And there's, don't take my word for it. If you want to this use an this form of production, right. this just came up on CNN last week. So look it up if you want to use the order. Yeah. But a regular owl shot says that, or owl drink or owl whatever, is that this uh, date isn't going well and you would like to get a taxi. The next one is if you want it neat, uh, you want this person to escort you to your car. Mm. Uh, and the final one is if you want it dirty, you want the cops to be called. But oh, if you're instead shit. of, I mean, it sounds like a great idea. Yeah. But just the idea, the fact, the fact that I read it means that can't work. Well, like, I mean, I, th- I mean, I, <laughs> it, I think on some level it could. But I know what you're saying is like if right. it's if it's known information, then like how well can it operate as like a very if low you key feel like you're in help? danger, tell the person to call the cops. Right. Period. Yeah. Now, I'm not don't saying it's easy, and I'm not trying to, like, I don't, I, I'm so yeah. lucky and privileged that I've never had to wonder when I ordered my drink how I could communicate this. Right. It's just not something that comes up, but I know that this just can't work. Yeah. That's just not a realistic thing, and if people are going to rely on, like, oh, I'm just going to, things are going really bad, yeah. I know when I tell this bartender a, I need yeah. the owl shot. It's a really dangerous genre of myth, because there's also the myth that if you, like, type 911 into your bank account, that the cops will be like notified if you like are at the ATM and you or it no it's if you put your code in backwards that like lets them know that like what to if send your the cops. A palindrome right well then you're <laughs> fucked um, yeah, yeah. But see, those That's are why the, the cops ways come that... every time I get money out there. I thought it was racism. <laughs> no, they. But one, 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 one. Yeah, that's such a that's such a terrible like genre of myth that like, hey, if you're ever in a life threatening situation, here's a here's right. a fake. I think solution. If anything, it's worse because if you needed it and right. not everyone is on the same page, then now it's failed spectacular. Yeah, I think more than even for the reasons you're saying of like, well, if I know it and I'm not a creep. We'll believe it for now. For now, thank you. I appreciate it. I like you you said it very, very uh, self-assured. But I think, yeah, for someone, imagine you have a new bartender and they're like, what's that? I don't think we have, hey, we got owl drink, call the cops. No? (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know. Or worse, you think you've ordered the thing that somebody's going to escort you and you proudly walk out the door and then it's just you in the fucking crate. Yeah. Ugh. Sorry, anyway, I know. I'll like, drink. I don't. I'm not always that dark. But that usually... sounds like a no. A, That's a really good one. Not actually, one of the yeah. darker myths we've heard on the show. Yeah. But so CNN was sort of covering. Is like this is the new secret code for people <laughs> in distress at this one specific Florida bar. And here's here's where I should also like I want to be able to be held accountable for the things that I say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is very possible I didn't snope this myself. Maybe it's true. A. B. There is also sometimes some pretty tricky links that will say that it's from some place. I didn't thoroughly investigate it. I just got angry and closed it. <laughs> so it's right. possible that it was some other person trying to push it with a credible name. <laughs> I mean, I think CNN's pretty credible. Yeah, right. well, I think that's why I put it in our myth section. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, no, I see it on 
You do? CNN.com. Okay, cool. So it's Fox not just News. some... Oh, Florida com. University's bars are giving women a secret way to ask for help. And you know what? That is a title I saw in the sidebar of an article I was reading recently. So that's... Uh, and it, I was like, I'll bookmark that. I'll come yeah, back to that Yeah, but if it's one. on Fox and CNN, well... I mean, I just don't know what a secret. Like, what's the point of having this arcane, this secret? Yeah, I mean, it just shows you like sort of what patriarchy looks like and how predatory men. Like, even now, we don't live in a world where someone could just say, "You're making me massively uncomfortable," right. and I would like to end this. And like, there's also these added layers of like, even asking for help has to be coded, right? Uh, but yeah, freaky. You know. Uh, there, there have been like historically secret languages, like flat, the flower language and like other codes that people use to communicate things who are like oppressed people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, let, let's just make sure it's, yeah, it's tough because how do you make sure it's agreed upon before using it? Because if you make sure it's official, then people will. But I have a feeling it is regional because I know yeah. of something like this, but it, I've, I don't remember the exact details, but I've known that in like a California context. Yeah. There's there's one uh, where I grew up that if you order a pizza with extra anchovies, uh, a young man comes and has sex with you. Really? And where? No, that's actually uh, that's a teen movie with Patrick uh, something. Patrick something or other. From, hey, you're on your own here, man. Go know, on. I'm not, I'm not touching uh, that. It's I'm called Loverboy or something. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hold on. Let me order my pizza real quick. Uh, all right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. What a time to be alive. What a time. Huh, uh, Drake? Am I, are you are you future? Am I Drake? Because what a time to be alive. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I couldn't have said it better. Man, man. Man. It's better than the alternative. Nobu, right. nobu, nobu, so, nobu, What nobu. a time to not be alive. Uh, yeah. So uh, this is just breaking news. We actually don't have it in our document, but Italy uh, has expanded their uh, quarantine to the entire nation. Of Italy, uh, like no trying longer. to restrict movement, and you're not allowed outside of your house unless you're going to work or it's an emergency. Oh, right, and they have. We'll talk about Italy's yeah. quarantine in a bit, but yeah, okay. Uh, so that's the whole. And I think Israel also did a similar thing. A lot of people are starting to just be like, mm, "We're locking it." Down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, I heard somebody float it that nobody goes and comes into the country. It's just like you have to. Everybody has to stay inside the country. Uh, in the United States, they were floating that. Uh, and the stock market is in free fall in the United States. Uh, there is something that I think we all just learned about yesterday called a circuit breaker. Uh, when, you, when you woke up on the West Coast, you found out that uh, rich people have a little uh, like kill switch in place that if like the stock market starts going down too fast, it just like turns the stock market. Oh, off. that's what that word meant when yeah. it happened. Because I just read the headlines mm -hmm. are like. After seven minutes of trading, they stopped trading. Yeah, they were just like, fuck all of that. I and think they did that one time before, yeah. once since I've been sentient. Well, they had a uh, they had a thing where there was like a runaway like shame spiral of uh, uh, for the stock market where it was um, like basically artificial intelligence based and it was just like runaway and they were like okay we're gonna do a reset for the day uh, just pretend today <laughs> didn't happen uh, so yeah I mean, they, I mean that they've shows got you things how, handled how fucking imaginary that fucking stock market oh, is too right. and it's like what, what are y'all doing over there with all that right I mean, not to say that it doesn't exist, but I mean, like, who, the, like, where the ramifications, like, who are the people who feel it? Right. 
So there is you you might hear uh an oil, like oil raised uh, in the context of how bad the economy is doing but it all goes back to COVID-19 uh fewer people are traveling there Just was also a deal question. between yeah Are we are we abandoning coronavirus and are we now are we now in the era where we refer to it as COVID-19 I think we are going to talk about it so much in the coming weeks that we can uh Shoulder two different words. Yeah, right. Now, yeah. I'm not sure if this is true, but right. the coronavirus, we all know that's been going around for a while. COVID 19 right. is one version of this. Now, this is just me talking about my ass. Right. But the Spanish flu, the first version of it was one thing and then it mutated to something else. So it's very possible that the reason we're saying COVID 19 is once million people have it, it could also mutate, and it's not going to be COVID-19. It would then be the next mutation. Well, yeah. I mean, coronavirus is a type of virus that includes, uh, I think, SARS and MRSA and a lot of different illnesses, that are, like respiratory illnesses. Mm -hmm. uh, those are all types of coronavirus. We're calling this one novel coronavirus because it's new this year, and COVID-19 is a more specific. specific way to describe it. And yeah, I mean, if it. But this COVID 19 could also mutate and have. Yeah. Some, right. I mean, I'm of not course. sure. Oh, right, right. So. right. But coronavirus is a more broader category. Yeah, yeah it's a category. It's like COVID having a, right. a cat now that has thumbs on it, which right. are getting around places. Yeah. It's like each, each year the flu is a different type of influenza, right? It's like a different strain usually. And so you're only. Uh, it, calling it the flu is like calling this coronavirus. It's, Got it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Good to know. Um, so we'll be specific. Is my understanding and could be totally wrong. Uh, <laughs> going back to the stock market, uh, fewer people traveling, less demand for oil. Uh, Saudi Arabia is also going through some uh, negotiations with Russia where they were basically like, you know, it, they entered a trade war, did like a trade war maneuver as demand for oil was dropping and it's kind of a a perfect storm type uh issue with the economy that uh is tied at least one part of it is this covid-19 um but i just talking about a perfect storm it's almost like this crisis is perfectly designed to take advantage of the trump administration's just inability to deal like <laughs> To lead yeah. a nation. No, for sure. There was on Wonket, uh, one of the headlines was like, Trump hasn't defeated coronavirus yet because he can't come up with a nickname for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. It's like his one foe. It's like his yeah. usual tactics aren't working. But yeah, it's one of those things where I think even ver very early on in his administration, his presidency, we're saying, if this man doesn't trust science and yeah. doesn't trust experts, yeah. there will be a moment where the a situation is completely outside of his area. He has no area of expertise except for maybe, you know, whatever, insert Bullshit. joke there. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, whatever his area of expertise is, where the, his uh, sort of contempt for them is going to completely be the undoing of things. And yeah, now the thing that he's been tying himself to the whole time, the stock market, baby. Right. He's out here now, I think on um, Monday morning tweeting shit like, the Obama-Biden administration was the most corrupt administration in history. Like, what? <laughs> that's you, That's one of your first tweets when the stock market that you're saying is so healthy right. is going down? Okay. But, I mean, it's also – yeah, so you need to have a clear-eyed, sober relationship to the truth, uh -oh. and that's just not – happening like we were talking about last week how politicians are uniquely ill-suited to uh just dealing with a pandemic because 
they view things in like how well it's going to reflect on their administration, how what how it's going to make them look. They're calculating everything before it goes like that's the filter it passes through before it hits their lips essentially. And they are, you know, so they are uniquely ill-suited as a uh, profession. This administration is like the logical end point of, of that, yeah. that movement, like mm-hmm. to the point that Trump was like, I don't want you to bring that a plague boat in because it'll hurt my oh, numbers. God, the numbers that drive me fucking crazy. Yeah. I don't think he understands how it works. Yeah. Those and, numbers are still there. Actually, they did let him dock today, right? Right. Yeah. They did let them dock yesterday. And they were covering it. Miles, you were saying that you were watching it on like CNN and they were covering it's it like, the like fucking it was OJ chase. <laughs> it was ridiculous. They're like, no. hey, here's this diamond princess, whatever the fuck coming down into the San Francisco Bay and it was like a helicopter there were like multiple angles of this boat coming in it's and then it would be like an update in the middle of like a news bracket like okay it's just crossed under the Golden Gate Bridge okay it's about to dock they were like i think a man is holding a sign from his balcony that was probably like yo fuck this cruise or whatever but um yeah it was really odd they were really making it seem like a slow motion missile was right. like about to hit the mainland or something. Yeah. And I guess it's I understand a to make pe- make sure people are aware, but it's like when they start doing shit like that, it's no re- it's not a surprise when you see people hoarding hand sanitizers mm-hmm. or like toilet paper and shit like that. When there are a lot of like businesses like I know people who like need that shit for their businesses. Right. And they're like, "Here's the deal though, Y'all bought all this shit up, but I need it to like actually interact with customers. Right. And I guess I could do bootleg bathtub hand sanitizer. Right. But like at the same time, you don't need a, a, a literal year supply of hand sanitizer. Right. Exactly. But it's also just weird that they would think that. I mean, this the disease can't be that bad if you're the be all end all for your safety is Purell. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like they're like, yo, all the biohazard suits are gone. Right. I would get that. Okay. Like maybe you're th- there's some real shit there. But like when everyone's like, oh, we're out of wet naps. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I, uh, on Friday night, uh, I noticed that the movie Contagion was the number one movie on iTunes. So I watched it. I haven't seen Rewatched it. Rewatched it. Was it good? Worth watching. Yeah, if you if you think your mental health can hold up, underneath oh, if you're a germaphobe, a little anxiety. Oh boy! Hey, it's, here's a di- it. Just like you hear shit on the movie that I saw. I remember seeing the movie, and like now, all those things are being talked about in the news that they're talking about in the movie that just seemed like gobbledygook to me at the time. Gobbledygook, Gwyneth Paltrow, yes. who famously Boom. dies at the beginning of the film. What? Spoiler alert for Contagion. Yeah. Sorry, did it. <laughs> and I was just thinking I was gonna watch it tonight. Not ah. now. I was hoping I was hoping Gwyneth Gwyneth is contagion, right? Who's yeah. contagion? Which one's contagion? She is contagion. So she's bitten by a radioactive contagion. Shout out to Caitlin Durante. Uh and so she becomes contagion. Oh great. Yeah. Uh and Italy uh is where we're really seeing things that actually look like the movie Contagion in the sense that like people are all quarantined. In their homes, uh, that's what happens. That's when it starts to get wild in the movie is like people are quarantined and they start like there's a run on all the groceries and then people are like breaking into each other's houses. Right, and shit right, like right. That. So in the north, they had 
like a whole state in the north or a whole region in the north on lockdown and people were taking trains down to the south and people at the train stations in the south were like protesting and being like send them back yeah which, they're like put yourself into self-quarantine immediately yeah. don't bring this shit down here. yeah exactly it's, and again, like a lot of a lot of the chaos happened over the weekend when uh, I think Giuseppe Conte was the prime minister, the president. Uh, there was like a what are the containment decree that leaked, basically saying like, okay, if you're in the north, you got to stay put. But it wasn't like officially signed yet, so a lot of people were like, okay, that's a countdown to flee where I'm at because I literally don't want to be trapped in a city where it's completely locked down. <clears throat> and I think because of that. A lot of people in the southern regions were like, saw this movement again, just how people are looking at is like, here come the hordes of the sick that are going to completely melt down my world. Right. Uh, Granted. And now suddenly they are those in that same exact position. That's that's happening in a lot of different ways. And Salerno, they were saying people were blocking the train doors. Yeah. Like to be like, you're not coming out of this fucking train. Um, But don't they realize that that's probably the worst spot when the doors open to be standing? (laughs) Just like blowing out into your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it and there's also it just shows you, right, like this is, you know, the, uh, the Italy uh, lockdown or, you know, sort of uh, decree containment decree is interesting to look at because this is a democracy uh, where you're seeing like, how is the government going to try and limit the free movement mm-hmm. of their people for like health reasons? And a lot of people are like we, you know, a lot of people are saying the quarantines are fine to a certain extent, but they're not really the best way of doing it because a lot of people find ways out of it. Um, And they say, like, especially like in Italy, too, people like to get out, hang like the culture's like, hey, man, we're going to make shit work no matter what. I was using his hands while talking right now in a very uh, (laughs) offensive manner. Yeah, don't need to bring up the Italy drop quite yet because it's a little too (laughs) flippant. But I think, you know, like in Rome, for example, they were there are guidelines to say, like, here's the one meter rule. Like, keep a keep a good three feet, about three feet between you and people. And like you'll be that's better that way. They were like they had uh, like at restaurants or supermarkets or bars. Right. They had people like regulating how many people would go in and out to make sure no everyone would have like about it was that. a bar in yeah, New York. Exactly. <laughs> like, but you need three sorry, meters. Buddy. But the but here's the here's the knock on effect, though, because of that, the the flow in and out of these businesses gets slow. So lines start to build right and you get crowds outside. of people. Yeah. And you're actually creating a situation that you're already trying to pre- prevent because people are just trying to have some sense of normalcy. Be like, yeah, but I get coffee and like, right. fine, if I wait in this line, fine. Oh, wait, there's not three meet. There's not a meter between every person in line here. Right. So that's a little bit uh, of a little bit of trouble. And then even then, like in the South, you know, they're trying to limit like weddings, uh, closing down gyms, museums and things like that. But the, but then the spring weather Brings everybody outside. Now everybody's like, well, if I can't go there, I'll go to the park. I'll enjoy something outside. Kids are using like jungle gym equipment, things like that. Yeah. And now you're still it's it's hard to limit this because naturally people want to go out and do things. But there isn't enough uh, people. I guess, you know, the guidelines aren't uh, realistic or uh, I think taking into consideration those things because they even asked they interviewed a cop who was like watching people like leave and they're like, aren't they not supposed to leave? And they're like, we weren't really told to stop anybody yet. So, and plus with that form, you can print a form out basically when you get to like a quarantine checkpoint, that's basically saying this is the reason I came up with why I I can be in my car. 
Yeah. And they they vet it from there. But just the idea of like quarantine checkpoints is pretty yeah. like post apocalyptic. It's the I beginning like. it's like the first it's like the exposition in a film about like a post apocalyptic world, yeah. like how it started, where you're like, Okay, it seemed like everyone was going along with it. Not to say that this is what it is, but like that's always like the moment in like those right. films. It's like and that and that virus is the reason we gave up our freedoms, whatever. Right, right. But it's gonna be really interesting to see and slash scary as fuck to see how something like that would play out in other countries when they're really trying to restrict people's movements and people not being as up educated enough to know. Like, because I would say you look at most pharmacies here, the shit that's gone, there are people in their minds who are like, this is outbreak. This is <laughs> Ebola. I'm yeah. going to have like bloody eyes seizures or something. Right. Um, and and I, I'm really concerned about it. I don't think I'm going to get bloody eye Ebola. But I, what I'm more concerned about is this fear. Because like you're saying, right. you're talking about these other places where it's going to be restricted movement. And I know I'm going to probably get flack from this. But I've always thought that Donald Trump was going to try to find some way to suspend the election. Yeah. This is the easiest way for him to do no, it. No, I agree. The, and, and honestly, there is many scenarios where I where I might think that maybe it is a good idea to keep people in. Right. So right. during an election, like it's just so scary. I mean, yeah. This could change. I mean, it's not could. This is changing uh the trajectory of our of our country. Oh, absolutely. And I think on top of it, it's odd that you know, we were joking about Mike Pence like being leading the task force, but he's actually been trying to take the job seriously. I was surprised like he has two calls a day. He's letting a lot of experts like craft the language on like what the messaging is. Obviously for Trump just to meddle in it, but like he's giving it the old, you know, college try, college <laughs> try or whatever you want to call it. And I was a bit surprised by that. But even looking at like Trump, he's even there's even fears that he may have been exposed. Right. To the so this is something I want to talk about, because, I mean, if there's no hope for, you know, if our bravest, biggest badasses are quarantining themselves, then it could happen to any of us. I'm talking, of course, about Ted Cruz, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Representative Paul Gozar. Uh, and now, so Matt Getz, uh, Donald Trump's like homie troll, uh, in Congress, mm-hmm. uh, who was wearing last week, we talked about the fact that he was mm-hmm. wearing a gas mask in Congress. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that him as yep. a, mm-hmm. as a, as a bit, uh, as a goof, as a bit of bullshit. Yeah. yeah he is now, uh, he's now quarantined himself. Uh, yep. and that there's some interesting timing there, right? Yeah. Uh, so Matt Gates. And Doug Collins also, I, <laughs> he's saying, hey, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to cry quarantine myself. want to make sure I get that full 14 days out of me just in case. He said that one hour after getting off of Air Force One. He was part. He was like with Trump at Mar-a-Lago over the weekend, came back with him to the Capitol on Air Force One. Not to mention that uh, Donald Trump. OK, so a lot of these guys, they're all being like, they're like, uh, I, I shook hands with a guy at CPAC, uh, which is, you know, conservative Coachella that happened a couple weeks ago. <laughs> right. And they're like, they're like, I was informed, like in photos that this guy had actually come down with COVID-19. I shook hands. So like, I'm going to do it. That's what Ted Cruz is doing. Everyone else. Uh, so Donald Trump could have it a couple ways. Matt Gates shook hands with this same guy at CPAC, who is the reason why Ted Cruz and them are quarantined. But also uh, Matt Schlapp, who's the guy who runs CPAC, also shook hands with that guy, and then later on was like shaking hands, hobnobbing with Trump on the CPAC stage. Mm. So he's been around it quite a bit. I mean, I don't think, you know, who knows what the actual, if, if, if any of these guys actually have it, they're just doing their right. due diligence. But 
for someone like him, I can't imagine he was fine hearing stuff like the guy who I was just on the fucking plane with. Right. <laughs> just now said he's going to self-quarantine. What the fuck? He is a germ-phobe, right? Yeah. Like, he doesn't like to shake people's hands. Um, well, he does. I mean, I, are you he doing has Trump? no problem. Yeah, he was just Trump. doing it in Orlando. Right. Yeah, yeah. He likes uh, to... He's he's he just got off a of, plane in Orlando. He was shaking hands with a line of people. Yeah, he hasn't stopped the handshaking. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's why he he's so worried about German stuff. That's why he likes eating at McDonald's. Oh like, right. He can always catch. They'll never catch him slipping. Like no one can ever do right. anything weird to his food if if he just pulls up to a McDonald's randomly. Uh, maybe. But you'd think that would even help. Right. Him being a germaphobe. But meanwhile, he's doing a lot to just say this is a hoax. This is it's it's fake news. Yeah. Getting people on Fox to say, don't worry about it, especially if you're old when everyone's like, no, no, no. The thing we told you said, worry, please be extra careful if you are old or have any kind of, you know, immune immune system failures or vulnerabilities. And then to tell people to go to work when you're sick. That's the kind of thing where people need to be accountable for what they say. We can't just let that go. He should be he should be forced to be in a group of people with it. As long as you've given your money to Bill O'Reilly to invest in gold, you should be fine. <laughs> right. um, yeah, I mean, this is, I was actually just listening to, uh, last podcast on the left is doing a series on the JFK assassination where I have a feeling they're going to side with me on what what ultimately happened. Uh, but not that's with not me, your but, theory. Right, it's not my theory. It's, a, like it's a guy named Bonner Manager, but they're going to side with me and Bonner. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Bonnaroo. Okay. Uh, we're going to have Bonnaroo. Anyways, they talked about how one of the big reasons that the JFK assassination happened was because Kennedy was like against all warnings by the Secret Service. He was like, no, I have to be out there with the people. I can't like be hidden away behind like a glass. I need to be out there. And like he's the motorcade had like stopped multiple times and like shook hands with people mm. on the way to. Dealey Plaza, uh, and yeah, I mean, it was like that. Pe- people were like, "Yeah, this is a like if you want to give yourself Tremendous risk. like, yeah, right. it, it's a huge risk." And so I'm just like presidents who want to be out there and seen as you know, touching, kissing babies, and shaking hands. Uh, probably it's you know, it has caused trouble before. What do you think Trump is saying to himself that? He's. I feel like if you're a germaphobe, part of you just has to hear that there's any kind of like he's the kind of guy who's like I don't know. I hear you can catch herpes from uh, you know handshaking somebody. Right. Like like he would be that much of like I don't want to be near anyone who might be ill. But then on on the surface, he's so concerned about what it does to the markets that he's like right. it's fake news. Do you think this has probably been the most conflicted he's ever been oh, yeah, about anything? Yeah, because he says the markets are, I don't know about, he doesn't maybe say the markets, but the Trump industries right. change the worth of it on how he feels. Right. So he should really get out there and feel good with people if he wants the markets to reflect that. Yeah. Because yeah. his attitude changes his stock price. Yeah. yeah. And even though why he says, yes, don't worry, it's all, it's everyone's fine. He hasn't. He doesn't have any ra- any more rallies planned. No, right. and you which think you know he what? Would. That's He's... what so I'm kind of worried about. Biden. I'm kind of worried about Bernie. Yeah. it's like what are they doing? They're going to catch it. They're also and in... neither of them are in the strong categories. No, they're in the about to be eighty category. Yeah, now it's like I'm not. I'm not against Buttigieg, but at the same time, <laughs> he's the kind of person that could be like, well, he'll get he'll get it yeah. and be okay. Right. I don't have that faith in either of the people running right now. Yeah, what's the backup plan if both of those guys get it? I mean, we it's... talked on Monday how weird it is that old people run the country and 
Uh, yeah, like this America is, the is very specifically like the people who are in politics and who get elected and who run big uh, companies are older uh, than the average member of our population than in most countries. And yeah. it's not something I wish upon them, but that no. might be just what you get. It's well, cause and effect. That's what, but even Congress as a body skews in that sense too. Like it's an older group of oh, people. Oh, by too. far. Yeah. 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 And I Much think older. It's, uh, oof. That's why you, you'd hope they would be making more noises uh, about actually handling this properly because everything's just so reactionary and like yeah. everything that could have been done, Trump was like gutting like years oh, yeah. ago to be like. And then to be like, oh, was like I could just bring in the experts last second, not a big deal. Yeah. Well, looks like you can. And then push back when they're like, okay, what? what? Uh, you want me to tell old people to not get on planes? No. Right. We're not doing that. It's like, oh, okay. The thing with him at the CDC talking about how he is as smart as any of the experts there because he, like, because he understands things. He could have been a doctor and his uncle is the smartest person who's ever taught at MIT. It was like such a good encapsulation of just what, like, why this isn't going to work. Right. Why we're uniquely fucked as a country. But I guess here's the other thing, right? We always thought. As long as the stock market's good, the real wealthy, you know, the the real powerful class that like right. makes moves with the money and especially in politics, are they going to be like, dude, this guy's actually going to fuck everything up for us right now. Like, I don't care. Like, it, I was able to turn my cheek when, you know, you know, brown kids were dying at the border right. and shit like that. But now my but now my accounts look verifiably shitty. Right. What do I do now? Yeah. Do they interview? I don't know. I mean, or are they just being like, okay, if we just hold on a little bit longer, we can put, we can stack the Supreme Court with more ghouls, and then it's a free for all. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> all good news, regardless. I'm glad mm. we started. A, Wait, good. <laughs> yeah. All good news, no matter which direction you look. I'm glad we started a comedy podcast based around the news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple oh, years it's, ago. It's rough. Um. Yeah. But All I mean, right. look. At the end of the day, wash your wash your damn hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I again, I'm sorry. I was in so many airports these mm-hmm. last weeks, and I was just in an airport the uh, over the weekend. The amount of people who are just I don't know if it's hubris or what. Or open like, coughing, open sneezing, dude, open coughing, finger licking, their good hands times. after they touch uh, their dick. Not yeah. that it's that big of a deal. My yeah. dick is generally clean, but yeah. that's a great opportunity to schedule a moment to wash, wash your hands. hands. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be, be surprised how many. I was surprised he meant more men washing their hands, and also just as many being like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to touch all this like shit on the like whatever. I'm in a public place where many people are traveling and. Just please do the minimum. That's yeah. all you got to do. Keep your hands clean and away from your face. Just do that much. And don't worry about all this other shit. Don't start hoarding fucking whatever you, you think you're, you're going to need. I mean, obviously, there are vital items, but right. don't go off So the here's a little question I have, and I don't know if there's an answer that we, we can come up with. But when you wash your hands, it's after you go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But if you've been touching things in the airport, and I haven't done this, cause I, but do you wash your hands before you touch yourself? No, because, because you can't get it through your penis. I are you sure? Up. What if yeah, you what if up. you are sticking it in? Like, uh, nope. yeah. No way? No way. Okay, good. Yeah. No way, Jose. Yeah. What if Just you're, not, you're you touch your eyes. Unless you breathe through your penis. Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, you I'll can never get it through your it because, eyes. Yeah. If you can get it through your eyes, you why can't. can't you? I don't think you can. It's, it's oh, mostly I heard through that you your nose to, and mouth. It's mostly through your nose Most, and mouth. I'll let, like mo, like I mean, cold any mucous and influenza, you can good. get it through your eyes. But Somebody uh, coughs right on your eyes. They said good. coronavirus. The guy who discovered coronavirus in the 70s said that it's uh, particularly, uh, you, you get it through your nose and mouth and not through your eyes. 
Um, if anything, they need to make things for open mouth sleepers like yeah. me on a plane. Right. Because like I, I don't have a mask, so I had to like tie my hoodie up. But when I yeah. sleep, my mouth is agape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine no, too. when we went on tour, me and the entire economy class were taking turns throwing stuff into, into your my mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, tissues, just the whole. Uh, anyways, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, we have a list of the healthiest cereals. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I'm glad to see it. a lot of these are, uh, you know, some of my favorite cereals. Yeah. So, is been, that what this list is? Yeah. We've been talking a lot about keeping your, you know, keeping your health the top mm-hmm. of the list. Right? right. Because, I mean, one of the things that makes you most susceptible to uh, COVID-19 Diabetes, uh, high blood pressure—all things that are caused by you know oh, bad health, by oh, bad diet. Okay, and so, too much sugar reduces right. your ability to fight against. Uh, oh, okay. So then maybe we need, these are okay. Then this is not the healthiest cereals. These are the worst fucking cereals. Oh that can eat them. Actually, shit! I should, I all should, my favorite cereals. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. All no. my favorite cereals are the worst fucking ones. So CNN was sort of like going through this list of. Uh, these guidelines of like the council for healthy children and adult, I don't know, something just like one of those nutritional groups who says, these are sort of basic guidelines to keep in mind of like what kind of sugar you intake you should have with your Mm -hmm. breakfast cereal. So they're saying it shouldn't contain more than 21.2 grams of sugar per hundred grams of cereal. And so you just divide the cereals grams of sugar per serving by the serving size in grams. Anyway, they've made the list to show you everything that is above that list. Um, so this one is, uh, so a number 11 cinnamon toast crunch. Hmm. I thought it was going to be much higher in that list because I used to think, I mean, I still think that is sweeter than sin, but mm-hmm. delicious. Well, wait a second. So I'm looking at this list. So the higher, the number, the less, the more healthy. sugar, the more, more sugar. sugar. Yeah, yeah. That's a higher concentration. This is okay. the highest level. Although I don't know where, uh, I was just like, you know, one of my favorite cereals is not on here. Uh, and that is Raisin Bran Crunch. Oh, Raisin Bran Crunch. I was just going to say, it's yeah. my oh. wife's favorite cereal because she thinks it's so healthy. It's the sugariest cereal It's in got the world. more sugar than Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs. I don't know it how does? they- yeah. I think so. Yeah, it does, because wow. that's my favorite. I think favorite. they missed it on this list. Yeah, I'm a big fan of sweet cereals. So, my wife thinks she's really healthy because she only eats Raisin Bran Crunch. And I'm like, look at these two boxes. Yeah, it should be uh, between number four and number three, I think, because you've got 19 grams of sugar per one cup. 53 grams. I'll say so. Calculate the, by dividing the cereals grams of sugar per serving right. by the serving size in grams. Right. So the serving size in grams is 106. Uh, double the grams, thir- uh, 38 grams for every 100. So that is 0.38. And that would put it between. Uh, f- Actually, we put it number two. I guess I, maybe they just thought because Raisin Bran is like so in our the back of our minds, not a typical one. Right. So, okay, so we're doing y'all a service. Right. Steer clear of that unless you really you want to have a sugar high. Oh, but it's um, really good. So, so I will not be. <laughs> so yeah, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is at 11. Then it's a three-way tie uh, after that between Fruit Loops, Reese's Puffs, and Tricks. Then now, is it oh, weird that I'm sorry? Is it weird that I'm using this as a guide of cereals to try? Yes. Okay. No. 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 I mean, no. Okay. I'm saying yes. I agree with what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Good. That makes me be like, damn. I thought cinnamon toast was delicious. So I guess I guess it's not as delicious as my thought. I guess Fruit Loops is pretty criminally sweet. 
Yeah. When I think about it. Yeah, yeah. But I guess I don't like I don't like fake fruit flavor cereal. Mm-hmm. James, um, your favorite is Reese's Puffs. Uh, I mean, I what I do is I buy in bulk. I'm a big bulk fan. Yeah. So I get this like double pack. Like I'll, I'll get biceps. the giant ones. Yeah, that's how I get yeah. so buff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bulk season. So it depends on like if I have one bulk box of yeah. Reese's peanut butter puffs. The next time I'm gonna get something else. Right. Ah, oh, got but it. But I'm always going for the sweet cereal. I think it's kind of like canned goods. Like canned goods are super high in sodium. They don't taste at all like salt because <laughs> it's ingrained in the fabric of the food. Right. This, the cinnamon toast crunch, all that sweetness is on the top, not necessarily inside of it. Ah. And that's why you're getting the the surface area is what you're tasting all that sugar. Right. On. Right. Oh, that's an interesting uh, theory. And, and when we look at this list, I think that like getting cinnamon toast crunch, which tastes delicious, has a lot of vitamins in it. Maybe not the healthiest food. No. But if you wanted not. food that's not going to expire, that you could survive off of, you could probably pack your cupboards to the rim. And no one's out there hoarding cinnamon toast crunch. Mm, no. Speak for yourself. But you have the worst dental problems yeah. in the But the it's no not any more sugar than yeah. raisin bran. <laughs> yeah. As long so, as you brush your teeth. And, yeah. Right. You know? And yeah. And, and you somewhat exercise. But then with the corn. How you know you're gonna get outside, and then next thing you know, your well, your Peloton bike runs out of power because yeah. of the rolling blackouts. Anyway, that, yeah. that's that's well, the dystopia. Here's I think the other thing: you don't need to go to Gold's Gym to just flex all your muscles yeah, for a minute sugar straight. <laughs> just flex everything from the and, stress and the sugar yeah, high, yeah. and then let go and relax. The next tier uh, is another tie, a four-way tie between Apple Jacks, Cocoa Puffs, Cookie Cookie Crisp, and Fruity Pebbles. I never had uh, Cookie Crisp. It's all right. That's the one that had like the the bandits and shit. Yeah, like people were stealing from the bank, and it was like an old timey cop. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, it doesn't and pack. I would say the best of this group is Fruity Pebbles. That packs yeah. the most sweetness. Yeah, but here's the problem fruity with pets. Fruity Pebbles is that while it has the the surface area, like. It, it doesn't fill you up as much. They're right. very, they're dense, well, but they're small. You yeah. want a big bowl. They're you pebbles. fill your bowl to the rim. You're only going to get two or three bowls. I don't need pe- pebbles. I need fruity bowls. Yeah, give me. Right. I was going to say mean? gravel, but you got the right mind. No, nah, I'm <laughs> straight up. Just give me a huge piece. I have to chisel off into my mouth. Regardless, I think we can all agree that we want cereal that looks like the bottom of a fish tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That's what yes. fruity pebbles nails yeah. for us. Oh yeah. man, I, wow. It does look just like. <laughs> and now I think about it, I used to. For whatever reason, like as a kid, see that and be like, I bet that's tight. candy in the fish tank. <laughs> oh, that's tight. Uh, then a number three, Frosted Flakes. Classic. Uh, but I guess we should say it's probably between Frosted Flakes, Raisin Bran Crunch, and Lucky Charms. Yes. And they're doing some rough maths right there. Yeah. Uh, Lucky Charms, I, okay, that makes sense. The, the fucking marshmallows are just pure. Are just sugar. Sugar. Yeah. That they call marshmallows. Right. I'm, I, I'm, I'm hip to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But number one is Cap'n Crunch. I did not see that coming. What? Well, is it just Captain Crunch or is it fruity Captain Crunch? Is it peanut they butter say Cap- Captain yeah, Crunch? With but I mean, all berries. Captain Crunch has the same general consistency where it's puffed cereal that like has more of a buttery vibe yeah. than it has oh, uh, has a like sh- sugar. Like Frosted Flakes, whatever they're doing with those flakes, they're bringing the sugar right out. You, well, you see it right, right on there. Right in the kisser. Mm-hmm. Just dusted yeah. with the sweet, sweet sugs. Yeah, but Captain Crunch is kind of, yeah. I don't know. I guess I, I it does like blend in, like you said. It's yeah. a really good like. Thing. It makes me think if you soaked your milk in Captain Crunch and squeezed it and had like you know there's strawberry milk, chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. I Captain drink Crunch some milk. Captain Crunch milk for oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think there's uh I I know there's Captain Crunch flavored. I th- I think that's one of like their milk bars that have cereal milk, mm-hmm. and one of them is Captain Crunch milk. So oh yeah. 
Um, how do you make? How would you just make it? You would probably just get a cheesecloth, right? And yeah, and you just of make it like it. you just make it like Sleep it. Catch yeah. me in the apocalypse. Yeah. I'll be making myself some Captain Crunch milk. Well, people yeah. are like, we need water. You're like, yeah. James, please stop making Captain Crunch milk. <laughs> it doesn't keep well at all. People are getting sick, and it, it, it right. drains all their nutrients. Okay, Captain Crunch cheese. Yeah. Now that this, now fuck? that I had a overstock. Captain Crunch black beans. <laughs> what do you do? I steep the black beans in a bunch of Captain Crunch. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's talk about International Women's Day. Uh, This is something that has a longer history than I realized. Uh, It goes back to when uh, female refinery workers were fighting against toxic work environments. Oh, no. Sorry. That's the uh, shell thing. Sorry. We'll take that. Uh, So International Women's Day began as a way of fighting back against big business. Uh, Its roots are in a 1908 strike in which women protested working conditions in the garment industry. So from there, we have uh, arrived at a place that I think is a good summation of just how uh, capitalism and big corporations have brought the labor movement to its knees by just incorporating it, like taking all the iconography, taking all the ideas and like turning it into the most surface level version of those things, uh, but using it to their benefit. Um, So for example, over the weekend, uh, two days ago, Sunday was International Women's Day. Uh, and Apple uh, had a ad where it was just a bunch of pictures, black and white pictures of great women. And you there know, you go. Solved. Solved. Even though they had an issue earlier this year where they had a new credit card with an algorithm that discriminated against women, offered them less credit, even if the man of the house had worse credit. Oh, yeah. Well, who was the guy? One of the guys, was it Steve Wozniak? Yeah, Steve Wozniak was like, yo, my wife was given like basically no credit. Her credit is way, her credit ratings way better than mine. Oh, okay. Um, Shell, uh, who was recently uh, under fire for uh, toxic work environments for female refinery workers. Oh, not to mention uh, disrupting the Niger River Delta in Nigeria, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, but uh, they uh, were recently, uh, one of the refinery workers recently sued the company after she was fired after being viciously harassed uh, by coworkers. Uh, Shell, a Shell gas station changed its name to Shield. Uh, they put a little apostrophe between the E and the LL. Uh, I think Jamie Loftus talked about that, but that's uh She'll overthrow your government <laughs> if you have petroleum there. Yes. Uh, that really is a perfect Jamie Loftus bit because if you ever see her live show, right. uh, Boss Huma's Girl, her character is called Shell Gasoline Sandwich. <laughs> right. um, and I just like that. This like It almost sounds like a a slide from her live show. No, of course. I mean, it's it's hard to uh, satirize anything in a world where this is happening. Where, like, the, yeah. I mean, they are self-parodies. McDonald's flipped their M upside down to make it a W uh, for Women's Day. Um, and, yeah. Now, was Women's Day on Sunday, March 
what is what day is it? March eighth. But was it the Sunday or is it the day of the eighth? Because it, it this it year was the it day. was it's the day. So of the is eighth. it always okay? Good. So it's just this year that it was on daylight saving. A day right. where they even took one. Yeah, hour they took away. an hour away. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. if it was like that's the tradition is like let's give that day, but it's just I wouldn't be surprised year. if like someone cynically, but no, it's always it's it's on the same day. Okay. But yeah, a lot I didn't of know if it was one of those like holidays that, that it's always on that Sunday. On Twitter or, was yeah, people were like, damn. Like even on International Women's Day. Yeah, I read that on Twitter also. I was just wondering if it happened to be this year it was that or if it was always that. Yeah. Anyway, that's been our review of uh, corporations co-opting a day that started as a labor movement to sell their bullshit. I mean, to think, right, because that was 1908. And then like the Triangle Shirtwaist Fire, I think is a little bit, a couple years after that. It's like knowing what the sort of chronology of how you get there and why this is recognized from like, a hundred and like 40 some people dying in the triangle shirtwaist fire and then being like all right let's put an apostrophe on shell real quick right let's upload some photos like (laughs) rather than being like oh my god like we're we're looking at we're trying to address some real uh imbalances systemically here yeah and it should be noted shell has done some worthy things in terms of like trying to get more women on their board like it's not this isn't the only thing they did that was uh in line with kind of more equal representation uh it's just they you know i don't know it just seems like kind of an overall uh, bullshit way of virtue signaling that doesn't actually oh, yeah, but accomplish also, like, anything. Shell is a despicable company. Hey, come like, on, man. Back nah, off of Shell. I remember my dad, we would never buy Shell gas. Right. Because he was like, nah, he's like, there. well, because especially around the time, everything that, like, you know, Royal Dutch Shell Company has done in Africa, right. too, is just like, just stay the fuck away from Shell. Yeah, that's... Uh, probably very good advice. You know, I I don't really think of that stuff. I, I maybe I should start. I didn't realize that there was one gas company worse than another. Well, I mean, they are all very they're really bad. Of, yeah, you look at well, British Petroleum. You could be like, okay, yeah. we installed a puppet government in Iran because British Petroleum didn't want to share oil with them. Exxon was the first to know about. Uh, Weren't they the first to know about climate change? Like, they did some studies on it. Were the first, like, at the cutting edge of the science, right? And were basically like had the right idea. It was like, wow, you guys were really progressive and like like knew about this before anybody. They had the scientists out there, and then they used that information to like figure out how to lie about it. That was that was their uh, strategy. Yeah. So I mean, look, just. Let's let's just drive ride on penny farthings or something. Yeah, like totally. something whimsical. Which is another thing. Just back to the the gasoline burn and things like that. There are so many of these air- airlines who are still flying half empty jets because they don't want to lose their flight slots. Right. Like they we're adding layers of bullshit now, even to like the lack of travel. It's like, well, let's still burn the same amount of jet fuel. Right. Not to mention they won't let me be in first class, dude. Oh, oh my it's God. empty. This is a Fuck great opportunity. I've wanted a voice for this thing. Yeah. This is two weeks Storm ago. Storm the front of the plane. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God. This was the worst thing I've ever seen. Have You You know how when you're on a plane yeah. and you're sitting in the emergency room, they'll come up to me like, are you prepared? Emergency like, row? Uh, yes, yes. I was like, what kind of fancy big plane? I only on? ride where there's an emergency an ER. room. On the <laughs> That's what's on that upper level. You right. sit in the emergency row and they ask you, you know. I need a are, verbal acknowledgement. I need a verbal yep. acknowledgement. I was on a flight back from Wyoming. <sighs> I think it was United. Mm-hmm. God, whatever. I bet you they'd all do this. Sure. But nonetheless, the entire row was empty. It cost money to get the extra leg room. They let it go 
fucking empty. And I have pictures in my phone of both empty rows. And I asked the lady, I said, like, I've been on flights and you need a verbal, there's nobody there. Who runs it? She's like, well, there's an upgrade fee to get into the thing. And there was a couple that had to sit separated that were asking her to sit in that row. Yeah. And she was like, no. Oh. Yeah. On my way back uh, on a flight, it was so empty because people were, I think, were canceling their flights because of COVID-19 that at a certain point, the flight attendants were like, dude. Go fucking nuts, yeah. y'all. You can sit in the cockpit if you yeah, want. Yeah, like if you want, ain't nobody but, they, but I guess it depends on the flight. I, yeah. I, I don't book so my absurd. own flights for the tour shows that yeah. I do. Uh, but they said this time, stay in your assigned seat. This is not the time with the empty row. There's like, you need to stay in your assigned seat because there's the weight distribution right. on the flight, which maybe it's true. Yeah, I think that but is But if true. that's true, then what about all the other times that have been in flights that they said, sit wherever you want? Yeah. Is only some planes yeah. able to pilots? Hey, aviation's I gang let us know yeah, let us about know. the weight distribution um there's only like 17 people is it going to be that wild if everybody's like you know maybe i don't know what yeah. do i know I'm yeah just i don't know the answer podcaster. but i'm just suspicious that both things can't be true yeah yeah all right let's talk briefly so south by we talked about at the end of last week that south by uh was being canceled after some question as to you know how they were going to pull it off and yeah. a bunch of brands pulling out they eventually decided to cancel it and apparently they're losing so much money on that cancellation and on having like prepared for south by southwest without actually having the payoff of having all those people come in that right. it's, it might kill that entire uh, you know, event. The amount of money spent by the organizers to bring in infrastructure, marketing materials, all kinds of things, that having to cancel that is having a really tremendous effect because the insurance that they have for the event is like a lot of them don't cover illness or like pandemic. There's no like, it's mm. not covering that kind of incident. Mm. So they're being like, oh fuck. Like right. we may be taking an absolute bath, bath. on this um, to the point of like tens of millions of dollars going right down the tubes. I mean, their lawyers, I'm reading stories that like they are trying to go through all these contracts to find any way to recoup the money or if they're even grants to help them. Um, but it's going to be, it, it'll be a, definitely a big hit for the organization not to mention a for people in like media because it's a huge opportunity especially for like indie filmmakers to get your film out there people to see it and things like that but to also the local economy in austin because they were expecting around the festival goers there to spend around 355 million dollars uh while there like that kind of economic stimulation so if that goes bye-bye mm-hmm. uh that's that's also a tremendous hit to the local economy so you're starting to really begin to see all the reverberations of like, you know, it, it seems like, oh, okay, there's no South by. Oh, this but is if, just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, but if you're counting on things like, that's a, a lot of my income, like where I use, like well, tourists cater to my business, uh, that's a huge hit for them yeah. as well. Um, so it's, we'll, we'll see what happens, but it's, we're starting to see, you know, I think the Indian Wells uh, tennis tournament was canceled. Mm-hmm. There's just yeah. everything one after we're the other. Coachella might be next. Yeah. And then oh, I, I think Coachella, will, I think will get canceled. You think? Dude, that would be such a disaster again to have that many people there, right. especially young people with yeah. the mentality of like, I'm on so much Molly. Right. There's no way I can get yeah. a, cl- a flu. Touching knobs, yeah. licking fingers. Dude, like, have you seen people that are fucking walking around barefoot with their flower crowns? I yeah. don't think so just make let me go by myself so i can see rage 
Yeah. Okay? Um, but yeah. I also <laughs> feel like just generally festivals are going to be a thing that if they do come back, they're going to take a break for a while until we figure things out. Like what's going to happen when E3 comes into Los Angeles, right. the expo? They're yeah. going to be bringing people from all over the world. A lot of these places are in danger. Yeah, especially yeah. like Asian-based companies. Using, yeah, games. using yeah. the video game controllers. Everybody's playing the same controllers. They're huge lines, packed spaces. Yeah. I'm not going to... Can you like, imagine like, you know, those huge demo areas they oh, have yeah. where it's like a bank of 100 TVs and consoles and some one person around there has oh boy yeah but riverside county where where indio is where the coachella festival happens they just reported their first case of of covid19 oh, wow. so that's began the murmurs of like oh well it's in the county now right. uh and what the first weekend is like a month out yeah, I mean, I, I'm such a happier person than this episode is letting on. But I do think <laughs> that, like, that's the first person confirmed, but they're not testing everybody. Right. That's they're only question. testing people that, you know, what I would like to know is what is the ratio of the people that are tested to the people that get it? Because I'd say it's probably, uh, right. they're not testing many. I've only seen it, like, uh, reported in very specific places. Like the in New York or- State, they're talking about it. Uh, Cuomo is like the one person who's like, fuck it, I'm coming out here. I'm going to be honest about the fact that people, He's like, like, we're, we're not getting enough tests yeah. because we don't know. Yeah. But they're just not giving us enough tests. But there, I think it was like 10% over the over the uh, weekend, which is Wait, pretty- 10%. 10% people who they tested were testing positive. Oh, that's actually which, lower than I thought it was going to be. But yeah, right. So on uh, some cruises, I think it was- uh, up closer to like 50%. 50. Yeah, that's what I was um, seeing. But that but that's again testing a specific population who have symptoms and, they're <laughs> and who like, have been living in the petri dish. Right. 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 So, uh but it's still, I mean, you know, it, it's still we I I still have a feeling that where we see the outbreaks on the map are purely based on where people are being tested. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Where the tests are being deployed to. And, yeah. Uh, you know, the it's in the administration's uh, best interest to just kind of keep it as quiet as possible. I mean, it's not in their long-term best interest, but they're not great at viewing things. Oh, uh, no. It's only run. what is directly in front of them. Yeah. Well, James, this has been uh, – it's been fun. <laughs> it has. I, it I has. I'm usually such a sunshine optimistic uh, yeah. person. I am so sorry for bringing in the rain today. Oh, you didn't bring in the rain. I don't think so. <laughs> well, do you, I didn't, do I didn't you... bring in the COVID-19. Right, I yeah. am feeling great. Uh, where can people find you, follow you, uh, enjoy your typically sunny disposition? Well, the number one place I'd really like people to check out is Alchemy This. We yeah, record it right here. It's right uh, an improvised here. podcast. It's extraordinarily funny. It's we get suggestions funny. from the listeners, and we make up scenes about it. Yeah, uh, It's with Kevin Pollack from The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Yes, uh, and a Kevin whole Pollack. crew of equally talented, but just maybe not quite as recognizable of a name. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you'd like to find anything from me, if you go to the real James Heaney, dot com mm-hmm. uh there is i have corrugated not corrugated correlated mm-hmm. all of my stuff is on that web page so nice. you can find anything that i'm working on nice and i'm proud of 99 percent of it hell wow. yeah that is an incredible <laughs> it's a huge, i mean the, how do i have that kind i didn't of always i didn't always have that it's uh Holy it's shit. a work in progress and i'm like I'm, pr- I'm proud of nothing i've ever done <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and is there a tweet or some other work of social oh, media you've been enjoying? There was. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, there was one by Romesh. Do you guys know Romesh? I don't I, think I, so. Uh, Romesh, I, I'm going to be embarrassed to try to say his last name. Rangath. I mean, would you like to give it a shot? I'm sure it's. he's a famous guy. 
But his name's Romash. Everybody knows him as that. Happen, yeah. And he says, and this was the tweet, I thought the whole point of washing your hands properly was so that you don't need to use toilet tissue. <laughs> Which reminds me, when people <laughs> yeah. are hoarding all this toilet tissue, worst case scenario, go to the bathroom, hop in the shower. Yeah, yeah, you can't exactly. do that at your business, so yeah. maybe don't hoard the toilet paper. Just but at your own house, get normal amounts, and if it becomes a problem, shower it in. off. Wear an it's extra probably t-shirt. way cleaner than using toilet Wear paper an anyways. extra t-shirt. That's... <laughs> Galaxy brain, bro. Fantastic. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Uh, tweet I like is from past guest uh, Demi Adigiwebe at Electro Lemon. It says, it's just to the tune of Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Thunder only happens when it's raining. This bit could be us, except you playing. (laughs) (laughs) So easy to sing along in your head. Hell yeah. Froghammer tweeted, Animal Farm? That just sounds like a regular-ass farm to me. Next book. Uh, (laughs) And the Drake Gatsby tweeted, Oh, you brought all the toilet paper? I bought all the toilets. Your move, idiot. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Hello. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? Uh, this is from a Swedish group. I just started bumping in my eardrums called Dungeon, or maybe Dungen, but it's spelled D-U-N-G-E-N. And they like they sound like almost like the German uh, group can, but like even trippier. They do all kinds. Everyone's like a really good on their instruments, but they are funky, so they keep it very funky. This track is called. Uh, and pardon me, I'm not a fluent Swedish speaker, but I believe it is Var har du varit, which uh-huh. means where have you been? Question mark. Yeah, uh-huh. in in uh, Swedish. What does the Swedish question mark look like? Don't know. Yeah. They don't ask questions, man. They only give answers. Uh, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this fine Tuesday. Uh, We'll be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.